it's cool to recreate you know like a burger for example like it's cool to recreate all of these different foods but what i see a lot of times is we're not recreating the nutrition right. a lot of times what we're recreating doesn't offer the same type of nutrition so you want to make sure that you're covering your nutritional basis, not just having a plant for the sake of having a plant. And I think that that is very important. This is episode number 313 of the Life, Strength and Health podcast. I'm Kim and I'm joined with Jamal. Greetings, everyone. And uh, some blessings. Yes. And thank you for joining us this episode. Today, we will be talking about vegan butters and are they healthy for you? But before we dive into that, the sponsor of this episode is Wellevate. And Wellevate is an invitation only online health dispensary where you can gain access to thousands of high quality supplements and nutraceuticals and it's very convenient to use and you can have them delivered right to your doorstep. So to sign up for a free account, just go to lifestrengthandhealth.com forward slash wellness. And when you sign up for a free account, you will receive 10% off all of your orders. And we created a very simple setup video to walk you through it if you need it. And you can access that at lifestrengthandhealth.com forward slash setup. So now let's segue into this episode's organic food for thought. And today we're going to be talking about seasonal cleanses. We have released many episodes discussing the benefits of detoxing. We like to call it internal hygiene. And doing a detox every change of season is such a great way to rebalance your body. You may not be feeling like yourself. You feel a little off. You feel sluggish. And by doing a seasonal detox, it's a basic cleanse that you can incorporate that will help support your body during the transition into each season. Yes, and it is the missing piece of the puzzle when it comes to your health. Every now and then, it is a very powerful thing to give your body a break from the usual stress that your body is under when we indulge in not the greatest things. So to take that time, every change of season to take a break from that, nourish yourself with good things and give your body an opportunity to cleanse itself is a powerful thing to do. And not only that, you're always only one season away from getting back on track. Right. right. If you feel like you're starting to stray, get a little off balance, you're only a few months away from getting back on track. And one of the things that we notice with our clients is after they go through detoxes, they want to do the right thing. They want to stay on the right track. Right. So if you do, let's say we're coming up on the spring season, if you do a spring detox, then after that, you're back on track, you're on course. And by the time you start to waver, if that even happens, it's time to cleanse again. So in addition to the benefits of detoxing every season, it also keeps you on track. So now let's segue into the episode. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about vegan 
butter. So vegan butter has become a very popular trend over the years, and many people are making the switch from traditional butter over to vegan butter. And on our podcast, we talk about how people may follow a popular trend and not really understand, you know, what they're incorporating or is it beneficial for them to do it. So in this episode, we want to talk about vegan butters and really break down what it is and the health benefits, if there's any, so that you can make the best decision for you. Yeah, I think this is going to be a really strong topic to address. And we got this idea because this is something that we're hearing more and more of. Mm -hmm. Before it was kind of a, a vegan alternative to butter, but now it is an actual health trend. You know, most people that we sit down and speak with they look very highly upon the vegan butters and most people consume them or try to consume them over what we call regular butter. They look at it as a healthy switch and they feel really good about that. So I thought that it was worth making an entire show about it so we really can dive in and address it so that you can make the proper educated decision on if it's right for you or not. And I think it's important to really pay attention to this episode, especially vegans, especially vegans, because I think that veganism is and can be a great thing. Right. But one of the things that we're seeing is that it's being done incorrectly and there's a lot of assumptions about what it is and how to go about it. And as, you know, veganism and eating plant-based is becoming more mainstream, now a lot of companies are jumping on board. Mm -hmm. So when we were 100% plant-based years ago, in terms of vegan butter, you had to go to a specific store or a health food store to find it. Mm -hmm. But now in like the major supermarket chains, not only do you see it, you see other brands. Yeah. So now it's more readily available. And with great marketing, you can make a product seem so amazing. But a lot of people are being deceived. And that's why we wanted to do an episode like this as well. Yeah, I, I think you raise a good point because in the grocery store, you'll see more vegan butters than regular butters right. in, in many stores mm -hmm. now because they know that it's trending. And in, in the food industry, it's all about the money. They're going to put their production into where the money is flowing. Exactly. So it makes sense. So I think this is going to be a great episode. So one of the things that we talk about often is understanding the importance of reading labels. And we actually recorded a previous episode and I'm going to list that in the show notes page of this episode, which is lifestrengthandhealth.com forward slash 313. But it's important to understand how to properly read labels and the food industry, they use the labels to manipulate people into buying certain foods or believing that certain foods are healthy. Right. They, they're paying attention to these trends 
and they use these trends to manipulate you. So I think it's important for us to understand that certain things mean absolutely nothing. Right. For example, the word healthy. We know that healthy has meaning to it. But when it's put on a label, it means absolutely nothing. You can put healthy on anything and that doesn't make it healthy. But we run into the challenge when we see of the word healthy on something, we automatically believe that it is Mm -hmm. when it means nothing. It could say healthy and be the most unhealthiest thing for you. And I have seen that Uh, another buzzword is all natural. Right. When we see the word all natural, that means absolutely nothing. You can use that. You can put all natural on something and it doesn't really have to be all natural. So we have to be we have to think deeper when it comes to to labels. And another thing that's trending right now is the word itself vegan. Right. In our society right now, when we hear the word vegan, we automatically think that that means healthy. Right. And it doesn't. It has nothing whatsoever to do with health. Don't get me wrong. When people, most people, when they decide that they want to take a crack at veganism or they want to be more vegan in their minds, a lot of times they're thinking about trying to be healthy, but that is not what the word vegan means. The word vegan means Mm non-animal. It means that the product that you're consuming has no animal products or byproducts. It has nothing to do with healthy at all. Mm -hmm. But in our society, when we hear the word vegan, that automatically means that the food is supercharged with health. So when they slap vegan on something and they do this intentionally, they Mm -hmm. slap vegan on something, we automatically think that we are now indulging in a healthier alternative. But when you understand that it means absolutely nothing, you still have to do your homework. You still have to look deeper in understanding that. So I want to remove that word for a minute or at least examine it. Uh, So vegan butter, it doesn't mean healthy butter. It just means that you're about to consume something that does not use animal products or animal byproducts. I think that that is very important to understand whenever you see the word in front of any food, in front of anything, just knowing that that doesn't mean healthy. Right. It just means that the product is actually vegan. (laughs) Right. There's no animal products in it. If you're vegan or you want to eat vegan, then seeing that will qualify as a product that you may potentially use. Right. Potentially. And that's what motivated us to do this episode. And this episode is all about empowering healthy veganism and also empowering people who are not vegans but want to eat healthier. Right. And we have spoken about this before in our series that we did on the truth about fats. Oh, right. Uh, but I do want to revisit it. And, you know, as we grow and, and see things on a deeper level, I think it would be good to even revisit that that podcast and, mm-hmm. and update it a bit. But I think it's important to talk about Dr. Ansel Keys because he really caused this trend that we're dealing with right now, really 
He gave the birth to the rise of processed foods, especially like processed vegetable foods. He caused trends. We talked about trends earlier. And the interesting thing is when companies do a really good job at marketing, they actually get everyone. They actually get medical doctors on board with this, because if you're presenting doctors in your commercials and you're constantly pushing this narrative and people are looking at commercials and reading things and hearing about and these watching trends, the news yeah, and watching the news, it becomes part of the popular culture. So he was responsible for doctors really thinking that animal fats, animal oils were a heart attack on a plate. Like that is the narrative that they began to get back in the 1950s. So back then, the marketers did such a great job marketing that animal fats were bad and the alternative was vegetable fats and vegetable fats are good. Like that trend was so impactful that it had a rippling effect till this day. Till this day. Yeah, till this day. That still hasn't been corrected. Animal fats are villainized and the vegetable fats, the vegetable oils are the heroes here. And that's what has happened. And that gave the rise of margarine. Margarine is a vegetable fat. Mm -hmm. And for so long, margarine has been looked at as a health food. Now, if you, you know, you say the word margarine, people will look at you like you're crazy. And people know now that margarine isn't good. But back then, margarine was the vegan butter of that particular time. Right. Like that, like margarine is for all purposes, a type of vegan butter. Mm -hmm. And that was looked at as being better than animal butter. We're talking about, you know, milk from, I mean, uh, butter from cow milk or any type of uh, milk. The margarines were looked at as the champions. So everyone moved to margarine thinking that margarine was a better choice, right? But margarine is mostly trans fats. Right. And what we know about trans fats is that it hardens your arteries. Like that's how damaging it is. It literally hardens your arteries and causes heart disease. So one of the popular brands uh, back then was I can't believe it's not butter, right? Mm -hmm. That was straight. I remember uh, the yeah, commercials growing yeah, that up. Was straight margarine, <laughs> and they pushed it as this health food, and that's that was kind of the rise of vegan butters. No matter what name we want to attach to them, margarine was the rise of vegan butter, and uh, when. The memo got out that margarine was actually damaging to the body. Things began to change. And now margarine started to become um, villainized. Mm -hmm. But um, the interesting thing about Ansel Keys is that the study that he used when he was villainizing 
the animal fats, he actually used margarine. So the hardening of the arteries and everything, all wow. of the, the problems that we hear happens when you consume uh, animal fats and butters and things like that was really a study that was done on vegetable butters. So it wasn't done oils. on animal fat. It wasn't done on animal fats. So the narrative mm. that's being pushed and the problems that was being pushed was actually caused by the thing that you were being promoted to run towards, towards right? So I, I thought it was important to start with that base of, of understanding, right? Because everything isn't as it seems. So this trend of moving f away from animal fats into vegetable fats happened during the 50s. But now we're going to discuss some trends that also happened after this period. Right. So if we look at the 1950s, if we uh, just kind of look at the overall health of the country before the 1950s, this is a time where butter was very popular. And we're talking about real butter that comes from farms, right? Real dairy that came from farms. People had their dairy usually delivered fresh or they got it from from local farms. It mm -hmm. wasn't this processed factory farming thing that's going on now dealing with, you know, pesticides, herbicides, hormones and things like that. We're talking about real farm fresh things that people were consuming. Mm -hmm. Prior to 1950s, Heart disease was a very rare thing. It wasn't something that happened to uh, most people. It wasn't leading the charts in challenges that people were having. But post-1950, when vegetable oils and vegetable butters started to trend and people were being attracted more to those things, eating more of those things, in less of the animal butters and oils and fats and things like that, we start to see an uprising of heart disease right. and the numbers start to grow. Now, I'm not saying that that's the only factor. I'm just pointing out the trend. So now heart disease is the leading cause of death it's one of the leading diseases. It's mm -hmm. heart disease. So now in the culture where the animal fats, the animal butters are villainized and the so-called healthier vegetable oils and vegetable um, butters are the heroes and people are gravitating toward those things. People have been eating more of those things those heart disease numbers continue to rise. So I think it's important to look at that because at the time it was said that those things were bad for us when heart disease wasn't popular, it was rare, and now we're trending toward eating more and those numbers of heart disease are growing. It's not getting better, those numbers are growing. So I just want to point that out that even though Ansel did that fake study back in the 50s, it wasn't an issue. Like heart disease wasn't an issue. It wasn't right. like it was this growing thing. Mm -hmm. He was just presenting his findings and that it 
was going to lead to this or that it could lead to this. So it was more of a fear factor. It wasn't something that was happening. It wasn't this trend of everyone starting to experience this heart disease. And it was this huge explosion. It wasn't something that was was happening. It started to happen after the fact when people started to consume more of it. Right. And fear triggers many people to act. They don't act objectively. Fear can cause you to react instead of taking that deeper look and making the best possible choice. Also, in terms of vegetable oils for companies, it's so much cheaper and it's easier to control making that product in a factory. Mm -hmm. When you have to get it from an animal, then you bring in all these other variables of the animal's health, the product going bad and all these other things. But with vegetable oil, you can make these things in vats and it's much cheaper. And so their bottom line, like how much profit they make from this product far surpasses probably the traditional butter. Absolutely. It, It was a huge industry, huge, because now they're not just making butters, but they're using all of these vegetable oils in a lot of processed food. So when we talk about the rise of processed foods, we're talking about processed oils that's used in all of these packaging mm-hmm. uh, for flavor and for preservatives. It's so hard to find a product without vegetable oil in it. Like right. if you really read the ingredients, it's pretty much in so many products. And a lot of people do not read labels the correct way. So they're unaware of it, Um, but it's in so many products as well as in restaurants. There's a reason why restaurants use vegetable oil. It's so much cheaper. But if you ask any restaurant that you go to, a large percentage will be using vegetable oil to cook their foods. Right. And that brings us to another buzzword. When people hear the word vegetable, they automatically think healthy. healthy. (laughs) There's only one vegetable that's going to be healthy. (laughs) That's the real vegetable. (laughs) Right. When we hear the word vegetable, we think healthy. But that's not always the case either. Vegetable and oil, those two words really don't go together. Right. It is extremely hard to get oil out of vegetables. Especially when you're talking about high heat. Right. It mm-hmm. is extremely hard to do that. And that is a serious process. Yeah. In order to get oil out of a vegetable, in order to squeeze oil out of corn, <laughs> you know, to squeeze oil out of these grains, it is extremely hard. It requires a lot of heat. A lot of processing. Right. So most vegetable oils are not healthy, despite what you've been told, what you've been taught. Most vegetable oils are not healthy and they contain trans fats that harden your arteries. Vegan butters are made from vegetable oils. Right. All oils are not created the same. However, most vegetable oils are highly processed. A lot of heat is used. A lot of detergents are used to, to filter and clean them. And they're not healthy for you. So we went to the grocery store. 
and we looked at all of the popular, the most popular vegan butters out there. We looked at all of the popular ones. We looked at some of the healthier ones, the ones that are considered healthy, but might not be so popular because of marketing. And we examined the ingredients and we want to talk about them today. We're not going to talk about specific brands because I think we'll all know pretty much who we're talking about without necessarily um, saying the names, but we want to get into those today. And also, when you go to the store, or when you order your food or what have you, however you buy your food items, just look at the ingredients list on the back and see for yourself. Yeah. Um, before we get into the oils, one of the things that uh, we do, this is just our practice, is the one of the things that helps us determine which restaurants we're going to eat at is based off of if like what type of oils and butters they're using. And there's only a few. Right. So <laughs> even if the food is, is cooked in a healthy way, if we find out that they're not using the right oils and they're using like unhealthy oils, then that's not on our list as a staple. That's right. not a place that we're going to frequent because we understand how damaging and devastating Putting the wrong oils in your body can be the, the hardening of your arteries like that is your that carries That's not your life play force, with, right? Yeah, especially as you get older. Yeah. Nobody wants to deal with that. That carries your life force. So you should take that very seriously. Heart oh. disease is a very serious thing. And one thing I want to say is it's not about living in a bubble. Right. Right. Like you have to live your life. You have to be in the world. You know, you have to move and function and, you know, just live. So it's not about being perfect, but it's just about having a better understanding of what you're consuming. And it's important to try to eat healthier, a high percentage of the time so that when you do consume these foods, your body can rebalance itself and, and do what it has to do to be healthy. Right. I think that that's really important. And this is just about empowering you and you really just understanding how to navigate and how to make the best decisions possible. Mm -hmm. Now, when we first went vegan or when I first went, went vegan, um, you know, this this now was over 20 years ago when I first began that journey. And uh, I was uh, vegan for about 18 years when I first started out, there there weren't any vegan butters at, like at all. You couldn't find a vegan butter outside of, you know, the I can't believe it's not butter type of thing. You right. couldn't find any alternative to that. And once it got out that that wasn't necessarily the healthier choices and people started to move away from from that. They all they did was rebranded. Re they just started mm -hmm. using other, like other names. Right. Like but it was literally the same thing. One of the, the most popular vegan butters that's out right now, it was it was pretty much a knockoff of that. It was it was margarine. <laughs> it was margarine and they're calling it something else. But the like the kind of like that first line of vegan butters outside of that, it was pretty much margarine. Right. I have. Oh, I'm not going to name this person, but there's someone that we both know that worked in the pharmaceutical industry 
And this is common in different industries where you just change the label Mm -hmm. of a product. You reuse the ingredients. You just repackage it as something else and call it this. And people think it's a whole new product when it's something that they already sell. They just repackaged it and named it something new. Right. So a lot of those early uh, vegan butters, they were using like straight up vegetable oil or or corn oil a lot of them were when they started to trend and try to get a so-called better quality oil a lot of them were using soybean oil like that was a popular thing and now what the companies are doing is they're using the buzzword oils these oils that are considered healthier Mm -hmm. so they're using those things so right now the most popular vegan butter, when we look at the ingredients, the main thing on the list is canola oil. Right. And canola oil is known as a health food right now, but yes. I'm here to tell you that it's not. It's not. Yeah, canola, it's, not, it's nothing healthy about canola oil. The, just the very way that it's processed just to get the oil is creating trans fats. So when you have the beginning product, There's no trans fats, but after you process it and you use heat, it creates trans fats. So even though it says trans fat free, it still has trans fats in it. The same thing with palm oil, which it has. And then they also put olive oil in there. Olive oil can be healthy, however. If used properly. Right. But if it's mixed with canola oil and palm oil. It's not healthy. Right. So when we look at the most popular brand that's out there, there's nothing healthy about that that butter whatsoever. Let's look at the second most popular brand that we looked at. The largest ingredient in that was palm oil, followed by soybean oil, Mm -hmm. followed by canola oil, then flaxseed oil and olive oil. So we're we're seeing the flaxseed. We're seeing the olive. A lot of people think canola oil is healthy. We even have people out there that think soybean oil is is healthy like mm-hmm. I, I remember it was a um a vegan restaurant that we wanted to to eat at and i asked hey what kind of oils are you using and he was proud to tell me that there was soybean oil he was i like, remember yeah, we only use soybean oil and it crushed our soul because we wanted to eat this so bad i was like and so aura was like dang you know <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, so, you know, the palm oil, soybean oil, all, all of those oils are not good. Even flaxseed oil, as healthy as we know that uh, flaxseed oil can be, it's not, it's heat sensitive. It's very heat sensitive. Yeah, it's heat sensitive. So if you're not making it the right way, that's a pro- that's problematic. That's why most people store it in the fridge. Exactly. Then right. mixed with all of these other oils, it's not good. So we have the top two brands that are not healthy, right? So we know the other smaller brands that are marketed, um, you know, they're not good either. So then there's a new wave of butters that are surfacing and they're understanding the trends of these other butters and them not being healthier. So they're actually trying to make healthier versions of butters. Mm -hmm. So we looked at those closely to try to understand, hey, are these really healthier for you? Are we really having the dawn of new, healthier vegan options that are out there? So there's this one butter and it's a uh, a cultured butter. Cultured butter is a very healthy thing that 
uh, we've been consuming for thousands of years. And I took a look at the uh, vegan culture butter and that had coconut oil in it, which is much better. It, it, it's much a much better option because it handles its heat well. But then it also had sunflower seed oil in mm-hmm. it, which does not handle heat well in most cases. Sunflower oil can be healthy if it's made the right way. But let's be honest with these companies who are trying to mass produce, they're trying to make things quickly and affordable. affordable. They're Mm -hmm. not concerned about doing things the right way. So most of the time, uh, sunflower seed oil is not going to be a good option. I don't recommend sunflower seed oil. I know it's popular um, as a healthy oil, but you don't know uh, the practices of the company. You don't know where that, that oil is coming from. So I think it's safe to stay away from it. So the fact that they mix the sunflower oil with the coconut oil, I'm not a fan of this oil either. Avocado oil handles its heat well. They have an avocado oil uh, butter. So in the for that, you have avocado oil followed by soybean oil. So the avocado oil is potentially good, but now the soybean oil mixed with that is not good either. Mm-hmm. And then the other trend is coconut butters, right? right? Just using straight coconut. So to the naked eye, when you see this and you know about these oils and, oh, wow, finally, I have this coconut blend. When we look at the ingredients of the two uh, most popular uh, coconut-based butters, one is mixed with sunflower seed oil. We just spoke about that. Mm -hmm. And the other one has palm oil in it. So even though the base is good of the coconut oil, it's still blended with other oils that aren't the greatest. They sneak it in there. Exactly. And and just understand the reason why they do that is because it's affordable. Exactly. Palm oil, processed palm oil and sunflower seed oil are very inexpensive. So they blend it with the coconut oil because it's more affordable for them, right? So they're still, they're they're thinking about, okay, we're going to have a healthier trend for people that are up on these other oils, but we're still going to blend them. And that's what tends to happen. So out of all of the vegan butters that I went through, and I went through quite a few, and I've been going through quite a few. This is not new. I've been looking at them over the course of, you know, the past, you know, 20 years mm-hmm. or, or or when they first came out, I've been looking at them and I haven't seen anything that's been impressive yet. I, right. haven't, I haven't seen anything. So I'm not a fan of, um, of the vegan butters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not a fan of them at all. And I think that, you know, this is something worth exploring and going deeper into. Right. It's just understanding what you're putting into your body, understanding the ingredients. Just turn that product over and look at the ingredients. And if you see a whole bunch of the vegetable oils that we mentioned and understand how detrimental and unhealthy trans fats are and why are you eating it? If you're eating it for health, if you're eating it to optimize and improve your health, is this serving you? It's one thing to not eat animal products because of ethical reasons. You don't want to consume anything um, from an animal. That's different than what we're talking about. We're talking about if you're eating to improve your health, if you're eating that product to optimize, to feel great, then 
it's not serving you and it's important to find another option. So now we want to talk about what is butter? And I think that that's really important to discuss, right? If we look at the essence of butter and what it is, butter is a milk product. It is made from milk using the fats and the proteins of milk. That is how it's made. So technically speaking, vegan butter is not possible. It doesn't make any sense. You can't have vegan butter. So the fact that it's already being called vegan butter, you already should look a little bit deeper into that because the nature of butter itself is made from an animal food. So now we're talking about a vegetable butter. Like, is that even possible? And my answer to that is no. We can have a spread, if you want to call some type right. of spread. Spread or yeah. butter substitute, but, but that doesn't sound good on a label. So. Right. But but it's not it's not butter. Like right. that, like that is not what it is. And I think that it's important to understand this. When you look at the source of something, the whole food source of something, it offers you a level of nutrition. If we look at real butter, I'm not talking about factory processed butter, Mm -hmm. factory farm and processed butter. We're talking about real butter from a farm a local farm using ethical practices, using, uh, you know, the grass fed and they're treated right. The proper diet. The proper diet. Mm -hmm. That butter serves as a multivitamin. It is rich with vitamins and minerals. So you're actually getting nutrition by consuming it. If we look at any of the so-called vegan butters on the market, they really don't offer any nutritional value whatsoever. The only thing that they offer us is calories and taste. Mm -hmm. That's it. So you put this flavor and texture and texture. So you put this flavor on your food, you get the flavor of butter, you get the texture of butter, but it's not, offering you any life force. It's not offering you anything that's going to contribute to your health. It's going to offer you bad stuff. It's going to take away from your health. So there's a big difference. Like when you want to substitute something, right? When, when, and this is, this is for the, for the, the vegans, when you want to substitute something, if you want to replace an animal food for a vegan food, you have to think from a nutritional perspective. Like it's cool to recreate, you know, like a burger, for example, like it's cool to recreate all of these different foods. But what I see a lot of times is we're not recreating the nutrition. A lot of times what we're recreating doesn't offer the same type of nutrition. So you want to make sure that you're covering 
your nutritional basis, not just having a plant for the sake of having a plant. And I think that that is very important. So we shared a lot of information in this episode in terms of the detrimental effects of a lot of the vegan butters that are out there. So we don't want to leave anyone hanging. So we want to share some information that if you are a vegan, what some options or what can you do? So the first thing that I would recommend is to toss the vegan butters. Just get rid of them altogether. I don't recommend consuming them. Think about spreads. Think about nutrition and health. Mm -hmm. So something really healthy, let's say to spread across, if you have a healthy piece of uh, bread or something like that, think about olive oil, just going straight to the oil, a healthy olive oil and spreading that right on your bread or using that to coat things. Mm -hmm. Think about like avocado, using avocado, avocado, think about coconut oil, Yeah, coconut oil. They have like a, it's like a, almost like a coconut butter where it's not like, you know, like butter, butter, but it's just more solid, Mm -hmm. right? They leave a little bit more fiber in there, a little bit more fat in there. Use that as a spread, but use real foods as a spread to lubricate, to, you know, just add some, some texture to it. Think about using real foods as opposed to going for the butters because they're they're taking away mm-hmm. and they're, they're not healthy. So that will be an alternative for the vegans. Just looking at real food substitutes, coconut cream. Yes. You can use mm-hmm. as a healthy fat to add to meals to get more fat, healthy fat in with nutritional value. Coconut cream is good. So those are some options for um, for vegans. Right. And if you're a non-vegan, but you tend to consume these type of butters, these vegan based butters, these are some things that you can do. Right. So for the non-vegans, you're consuming the vegan butter because in your mind, you're thinking that this is a healthier option. However, it's not. The problem wasn't butter. The problem was the food industry processing the butter. Right. And what they did to the butter, the, what they did to the animals that, that produced the butter. Mm-hmm. So the best thing that you can do is to go back to real butter. We're talking about organic grass-fed butter yes, or organic pasture-raised butter. That is like having a multivitamin and that is going to be a much healthier option for you. And trying to get it get it out of your head that it's going to cause uh, heart disease and cause your cholesterol to go up and things like that. If mm-hmm. you're using the real thing, that's not going to be the case. And if you have if you have concerns of lactose and casein and things like that, then an alternative for that would be ghee. Ghee is butter that is heated. To the point where you're burning off the whey, you're burning off the the lactose and the casein, and you're just left with this rich butter oil. That's what ghee is. It's a rich nutritional butter oil. So your options as non-vegans would be real butter or ghee. 
So that is the conclusion of this episode. Hopefully you receive value from it. The show notes page for this episode is lifestrengthandhealth.com forward slash 313. That's lifestrengthandhealth.com forward slash 313. There uh, we're going to list some of those podcast episodes that we mentioned, the one on reading labels properly and also the three part series that we did on fats. If you also wanted to join our Live Healthier community, you will find that on the show notes page as well. So thank you for listening. Stay tuned for the next episode. And until next time, live healthier. Live healthy, everyone. Peace and blessings.